Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Adam. And I'm Amir. And welcome back to Music of Destruction. This is Season 5, Episode 2. And we're in kind of a... We're not really in a bit of a... We're not kind of... We're not in a rush, but we kind of have to, like, hurry it up just a teensy tad bit. But um, we want to talk enough about who we're going to talk about today. So who are we talking about today, Amir? Today we're going to be talking about... Other than Bring Me the Horizon, probably the... Uh, biggest influential British band of our generation, at least, and that's uh, Architect. We've been looking forward to doing this episode for a while, ever since we listened to their latest album that just came out uh, two months ago, because it's April, is it April 6th today? It's April 6th? April 6th, yeah. Okay, yeah, so their album came out, like, towards the end of February, or maybe it was, like, in the middle of February or somewhere in there, but, um... This is going to be really interesting. So, um, Amir, what do you think about Architects? As a band, man, these guys are phenomenal. I will say, though, going back and listening to their older work, they definitely struggle to get to where they are now. Because those that early work, those first couple of albums, man, that was generic as hell. <laughs> and we just mentioned this briefly a minute ago. Literally just before we started recording. Because I asked you, I'm like, do you want to go in depth into those albums? Because honest to God... There's not that much to talk about. The first album, especially with their original vocalist, Matt, that shit was awful. <laughs> I, I, dude, like, it was heavy, sure. Yeah, I mean, it's heavy, but like, there's... it's Dude, I, this is what I hate about Elitist, especially like the people who criticize the, the, the latest albums. Just because it's not heavy doesn't mean it's not good. There are plenty of heavy songs out there that aren't good. I'll give you an example. Doris by Suicide Silent. <laughs> it's heavy, yeah, but it's so shit. I would never listen to that song. So just because it's not as heavy doesn't mean it's not as good. And just because it's heavy doesn't mean it's going to be good. Basically, in a nutshell. So, uh... Their first album, this is 2006. We're gonna we're gonna skim through these first these first few ones a little bit quickly because, like we said a minute ago, there's not much to talk about. These first couple albums, they struggled to find their sound, and honestly, I wasn't that big of a fan. So we're just gonna skim through them, and you know, we'll, we'll talk about them, we'll make some notes on them, and what we thought of it. But it wasn't until like the fourth album, in my opinion, that they really started to find you know a good solid foundation to go off of. I was, like when I was going through listening to to when I went back to go to listen to their previous albums when I got to Hollow Crown that's their third record that was uh, 2009 when I when I was going to start that album cuz I had just finished the first two cuz you know the the second album was the first one with Sam on vocals so when I thought when we got when we were when I was getting to Hollow Crown I was like okay so they they had they had they had their little test run with Sam in the first album. So maybe maybe like this time around they'll actually they'll actually feel a little bit more in rhythm. And they were a little bit, but it was kind of the same uh, as Ruin pretty much, which was two years before Dude, that. Dude, it was like a carbon <laughs> copy of Ruin just with different lyrics. Literally, it's like nothing really changed between those albums. And a lot of a lot of people they're like, oh, we don't want change. We want the original sound. And then like an album later, they're like. We want you guys to change. You guys sound the same. It, like, make up your mind, man. <laughs> okay, so we'll start with... We're, we're going to go through this a little bit quick, at least for the first couple. We'll start with Nightmares. This is 2006. It was when they had Matt Johnson on vocals. Um, I literally... 
I really don't have much to say about their, rec- their this album. I mean, it's literally just all heavy screaming. That's really all it is, and it just it sounds really generic to me. Like there's nothing really special about it. The only thing I have in my notes for this album, I swear to God, the only thing I have in one line, one sentence, generic ass album. That's, <laughs> that's all I wrote down because that's all it is. Next album. <laughs> yeah. So. uh... <laughs> I know that's not really much to say about Nightmares, but that's literally all I can say about it. It's just, there's literally nothing special about it. It's just, it's just something that you skim by on the radio and you just happen to hear it. You're like, oh, it's something heavy. It's not, it doesn't sound that great, but I don't want to listen. I don't want to go and listen to country music or something. So I, I'm not going to turn away from it kind of a thing. So, you know, I'll listen to it, but I don't love it. <laughs> you know, it's kind of like a, it's kind of like a person who doesn't listen like to metal and to metalcore and stuff that that just happens to hear it and it's like well it's better than everything else that's on right now so I'll just listen to it That that's kind of how it is it's like someone who doesn't like that type of music that happens to hear it and they don't like it but they don't want to listen to something else that's probably just as bad so they just kind of put up with it I guess you could say and that's literally what I did was I literally just put up with it like it's nothing great it's not terrible in any way I mean it's good music but I mean there's, it's, it doesn't have like a spark or nothing like that. It's just, you know, it was the very beginning. It was before Sam was even in the band as a vocalist. You know, this, you know, this is barely when they were starting. Because this, this album was two years after they had formed. Because they formed in 2004 and this album was 2006. So, uh, there's really not, not much to say about it, honestly. Like, it's, there's really nothing special about it. So let's move on to Ruin. This is album number two. This is literally the next year. Um, this album I'm going to give a slight pass to because of the fact that when Sam joined the band on this album apparently he only had six weeks to write and record because they wanted to get this record out so that I'm, I'm that's the only reason why I'm giving this album a pass is because of the short amount of time that they literally put him under he only had six weeks dude like when it comes to out between album times and stuff you usually have like a good while where you can actually write and record and you know, do production and stuff. But this one, he didn't really have much time on that. He only just had a few weeks. But, um, I do like this one better than Nightmares. Again, it's not really a great album, though. I mean, they're still trying to find their sound, I guess, as a band. And now that Sam was currently in the band at this time, I guess they were really trying to, like, push the boundary of, okay, we got somebody new now. We got someone who's going to do a different style now. So we need to try something else and maybe see if we can find something that helps us. But they didn't allow Sam really show off in range. They mainly stuck to screaming. Which I did not like. Honest to God, I would have loved it if they had let him sing from the get-go when he was in the band. Because it took them a couple of albums to actually let him do that. Exactly, and, and look at how great he is at it. That's all I want to hear now, pretty much. Because, <laughs> dude, okay, like, Ruin was a step up from Nightmare. You know, Sam is just Overall, a better vocalist. The scream is clean, you know? Later on, at least. But at the same clean. time, it's literally just like Nightmares 2.0. Because all <laughs> you have them doing is screaming. Like The production it, quality is like pretty much the same, almost pretty much. The production is better. The instrumental got a lot better. I mean, no, you know, credit to Tom. That dude's a hell of a guitarist. You know, rest in peace. Yeah, it sucks that he died. I know we're going to get to that here a little bit later, but... Uh... But for the love of God, <laughs> please stop making every song 
scream in the song. Like, you, you don't have to have scream in every song just for it to be good. Yeah, like, bands are, try- bands are experimenting a little bit now, you know? They're, they're, there's bands that are trying to add cleans and stuff to their to their heavy music. Because honestly, I think it blends well if you do it right. You know, Sam, let them letting Sam do it for this band, it's clearly it clearly works. And they've been using it ever since because they know that it has worked and it's it's resonated with fans pretty much. And everyone's really loving that it's there. So like just just let him do it. <laughs> if he wants to do it, why if it's not broken, don't fix it. Literally, that that's literally the best I could say. I do like it better than, than Nightmares though. It's it still sounds pretty generic though. I'm, I'm not even gonna lie to you, but um, I do I do like Sam better on vocals, definitely for sure. But uh, still pretty generic album. Not not nothing really too special about it. It is a better step up production wise, like you said, but uh, it still has a really generic sound and it's like they're still still in that process, you know. Okay, so now uh, Hollow Crown. This is album number three. It's their second album with Sam. This was 2009. This was two years later. So now we finally kind of got back on track a little bit. Because he didn't have six weeks this time. You know, there was a good two-year gap between Ruin and Hollow Crown. So I'm glad that was actually fixed. Um, the album starts off really good. There's It's a it's a really good, faster opening when it comes to riff-wise and song-wise. Um, I do like it better than Ruin. I think it's they're getting better. I still, I still at this point though, I still don't think they haven't quite hit where they are now. They haven't found that sweet spot where their sound was gonna evolve. They're still kind of struggling to find their sound, but I will give it credit where credit is due. This is a much better album than the first two efforts. Definitely. This is only two years later. I mean, like I said, I gave Ruin a pass just because of that six week, you know production period where he had to as soon as he got hired it's like all right you're hired now uh you have six weeks i need you to write and record because we want this album out in six weeks pretty much <laughs> i saw a comment in one of the uh videos for one of the songs about the album and it said this album has an old premium the horizon feel to it and i agree it does it, it really does if you go back and listen to premium the horizon the earlier work it's that fast paced um, screaming vocals, great instrumentals, good breakdown. It's literally, literally like a, a carbon copy of what a Three Music Horizon album during that era, what it sounded like. Now, like I said, great album, you know, big step up from Nightmares and Ruin. But like I said, it wasn't until that fourth album, the Here and Now, that I think their style started to evolve. Hollow Crown is a good album. If you're into metalcore, definitely listen to it. But I'm telling you, it only gets better from here. That you pretty much said everything I was gonna say. I mean, I do think it's a step up. Um. So anyway, let's move on to the here and now. This is 2011. This is another two years after that. And I get again. We apologize if we're kind of flying through these real quick. It's just we might be a little bit on time restraint today. So, uh, we know we're kind of going through these a little bit quickly, but, um, at the same time, like the first couple albums are just really generic. So there's not really much to talk about, but, um, let's move to the here and now. No pun intended, but, um, 2011, much better sound than Hollow Crown. Like this, we're, we're starting to get into some, 
some really good territory. Now, we're not quite fully there yet, but we're stepping into that zone a little bit. You know, to current day, 2021. Only because they actually let him do the clean vocals. They didn't let him do it too much on this album, though, right? They only let it do for, like, a, a select few. A couple of songs, but there was one song in particular, an open letter to myself, in which he started to do clean vocals, in which I think a majority of the song is just clean vocals. It really showcases his range. I think at that moment they knew, okay, we got something special on our hands. It's like right there in that moment where they finally let him start doing it. And it's like, huh, this is actually, uh, this actually is working. Uh, let, let's roll with it. Let, let's, I think we should roll with it some more. Apparently they don't play, um, songs on their set list from their older albums, like, uh, Ruin or Hollow Crown. I can see why. <laughs> yeah, I can see why. Honestly, though, I, I really hope to see them in concert one day. But uh, honestly, like, if that was the case, it wouldn't bother me. Because, <laughs> like, the first three, it's just, like, nah, it's, it's average. The here and now, though, like, if it's the here and now and forward, I'm totally okay with. Um, it did have better production sound than Hollow Crown. Uh, and it did have a lot more uh, diverse sound. So what about uh, Daybreaker? Daybreaker for me, th- this is me. When Daybreaker came out, this is 2012. This is the album that I feel like, in my opinion, that they start sounding a lot more about who they are right now. Because uh, I went through that whole album and I was like, holy shit, this is actually, uh, this is the architects that, I'm, that I actually know now. How about I think, you? I think this album laid out a solid foundation for them and what would evolve to be their sound today. I mean, this album had a lot of great elements of it. The production, the instrumental, the lyrics especially. This album had a lot of great lyrics. Some of my favorites off the album, Unbeliever, uh, underrated song in my opinion, The Bitter End, Alpha Omega. Even if you win, you're still a rat. (laughs) That title alone is just... It, it glued me into the song, and then I heard the song, and I'm like, oh my god, man, this is fucking phenomenal. <laughs> That's like an epic-ass title name. Uh, it's okay. Lost Forever, Lost Together. This is 2014. Holy fuck! This is the record. That's like, okay, we're, we're there now. We, we, are, we are definitely there. I will say my favorite track in this album, though, Grave Digger. Because yeah. there is a fucking breakdown and riff in that, in that song that instantly sold me on the album and then I listened to the rest of it I was like yes just just yes there is one song on there that I think kind of resonates with everything that's happened with the band and with Tom called Cancer obviously as you know uh, Tom had skin cancer he battled with it for three years before he ended up he ended up passing away his brother Dan twin brother Dan played drums for the band so during this time it was very hard for them to um, you know record and, and whatnot because uh, Tom was battling cancer. So I think that song really sticks out. Naysayers, that was a great song on the album. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, Broken Cross as well. I think um, this is the album that sparked what many people call the Trinity with Architects because this album, All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us and Holy Hell, are seen as the Trinity. The album that just 
like got them to blow up on everybody's radar. Literally. <clears throat> I'm still I'm still thinking a lot about that album when I was going back and listening to it. And I remember like such a great ass time I was I was headbanging the whole time pretty much. So there's a lot of great tracks on that album. Uh, <clears throat> so uh this next album is I think is your favorite, right? Yeah. It's uh All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. This is 2016. Uh what do you like about this album? This album it, it has everything, man. It's that you know, that real uh real popular architect sound that they they've come to be known by. Has great tracks on here like Nihilist, Downfall, Dawn with the Wind, Imagine Made in the Heaven, Gravity. Those are some of my favorite ones off the album. Great lyrics as always. Great instrumentals. I think this might have been the last album Tom was featured on. I think it was. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I think it was this one and then and then uh, Holy Hell was when they got uh, uh, Josh. Mm-hmm. But this this album, man, God, you can't ask for a better masterpiece. This, is, this album is phenomenal. Although I will say, their latest album, for those who wish to exist, which we are going to talk about, is right there with it. <laughs> yeah. If I had to pick the three favorite tracks from this album, it'd have to be uh, the. Um, I still don't know if I'm ever saying this right because I, I sometimes I keep feeling like I'm saying wrong. The uh, the uh, the nihilist. Nihilist. Yeah. Nihilist. Okay, cool. So I did say it right. So the nihilist, and then Memento Mori and Death Wish. Oh, Memento Mori. Oh, such a great song. Last, what a great place to put it to. The last song on the album. Oh my god, man. Such a great track. And then Death Wish. I thought that was a really good track as well. Okay, so, oh, and I, I actually, when I was doing my, my notes for this, I did give every album a rating, so as soon as we get to the, uh, we're going to do a separate recording session for, for those that wish to exist, just because it's new and it came out this year, I wanted to do a, a good album review for it to put it on this episode, but uh, after we finish talking about that record, I'll give my little rating system that I wrote down for each one of their records, so uh, let's move on to Holy Hell. That's uh, literally what I have to say about this album. It's holy hell. <laughs> literally, probably, probably their best album. I was, dude, because I'm telling you, man, they just get better and better with age. Like every single time they release an album, it just gets better and better and better. This album had a lot of deep songs on it, a lot of great lyrics, a lot of songs that talk about pain, struggle, and loss, because. This was the first album where they didn't have Tom on it, and they had struggled a lot. Tom was a, a big piece of the band. He wrote lyrics, he played guitar, you know, he had a big say in how the band sounded. He and made like seven albums with them, pretty and, much. Exactly. He was there from the get-go. Him, him and Dan. Well, when yeah. Holy Hell came out, it proved that they will carry on the torch, even with Tom being gone. But this album is fucking phenomenal. First of all, the single they released for this album. Doomsday. Doomsday. Memorial <laughs> Beggars. Modern Misery. Death is not defeat. Hereafter. Dying to Hill. I mean, this whole fucking album is just phenomenal. It's flawless, pretty much. This album is fucking flawless. 
This is the one album that you could literally play like on a road trip. You could be flying down the road, no cars around you. It's a nice day, windows down, volume turned up to max. So this is the album that you would play pretty much. Definitely probably their 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 best work. And then we're going to talk about For Those That Wish To Exist. And we're going to have some things to say about that one. Oh, one more thing. I forgot to mention this earlier when we first started. But um, So when they were formed in 2004, did you know that... um. One of the bands that was strongly that they're strongly influenced by was is Dillinger Escape Plan. I can see that sound. And yeah. the early albums, I can see that sound. Yeah, they uh, they're apparently they're one of just they're one of the many bands that's really big inspiration. But uh, as I was doing research, I was like, I really think that um, they're strongly influenced by mainly them because their their style was just so unique. Because I remember watching a video and it was like um bands that have released no bad albums and I think Dillinger Escape Plan was on one of them to someone and I was like I could see that you know because I've listened to all their albums so like it's I haven't really disliked any of them so I mean I, I was like yeah yeah I can see that I thought it was cool but anyway uh, so we're going to end this session right here because we're going to immediately start up another one we're going to do an official album review for for those that wish to exist which came out this year so stay right here and we'll be we'll be right back in momentarily Okay, welcome back everyone. So now we are going to finish up our episode of Architects by talking about their latest album. This is officially the album review for their ninth album for those that wish to exist. This came out in mid mid to late February 2021. And words cannot describe how I feel about this album. This album was great. Probably not as good as Holy Hell, but it's still up there. I love pretty much all the songs in there. There's 15 tracks on this album. Can you believe that? What do you like the album? It actually was like I was I was expecting like the generic 10, 11 songs maybe. They got 15. So, uh, what do you think about this album? Dude, this album is fucking phenomenal, man. This album had no bad song whatsoever. Yeah, I agree with that. <clears throat> Every song in here was fucking great. <laughs> the album was right there next to you on my little CD rack. It's right above Medicine and Midnight. <laughs> um, let's see. There's a track listed to this. Here, hand me, hand me that record right there. You, you know what, though, man? I think they really pulled off the, the sound on you can take out that current CD if you want. On this album. I think they really pulled off the sound. Especially with the uh, the elements of um, like the synth and electronics and whatnot. They really pulled it off, man. They didn't go too poppy with it. You know, it had the right elements for heavy, which I don't understand why people were criticizing this album for not being as heavy. This album had a bunch of heavy songs on it. Yeah, it was fucking great. Dude, like... Even the opening, Do You Dream of Armageddon, even that song was like giving you tension. 
And then when it led right into Black Lungs, which is which is it was a, that was the lead single from the album, right? Was it Black Lungs or was it something else? I think the first single they released was Animals. Animals, okay. But it's the first, it's the first single technically that's you know on the album. That's not not the intro. Yeah, it's number two. Yeah. That was Black Lungs. That's a great fucking track. I love the uh, the chorus that they add into it with the wow in the background. Uh. All the songs are great. Like, Giving Blood, I didn't think I was going to like that track at first because of that weird-ass opening that they had with the... I was just like, what the hell is this? And then the song started getting going. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. Okay. You, you threw my brain for a loop right there. So uh, it, it actually turned out to be a really good track. This album really uh, peaked for Sam Fogel, in my opinion, because it cleans have drastically improved. He's always had good clean, but this album really showcased his range. It's like they're letting him experiment more, and it's really paying off. By the time I got the track four, uh, Discourse is Dead, when I got to that song, that was the song that already sold me on the album, because of that middle that middle fucking breakdown that's in there. I will admit, because of the way they released the singles, Animals was a good single, but it wasn't like your typical uh, architect. Black Lungs was more along the lines of it. And then they released Dead Butterflies, and everyone was like, what? Like, what the hell is this? Yeah, like, this is different. A lot of people out there do like the song, though. They're thinking, like, it's a really beautiful-sounding song. It is, dude. It is. And that's the one thing about this album, man. Those melodies are great. The harmony, the melodies, the lyrics, too. He talks a lot about uh, nihilism in, in this album, about, you know losing hope and um, just kind of what's going on in the world today. I love that about Architect. They always have great messages in their songs. Definitely. In Ordinary Extinction, that was a great-ass song. That one has like a really epic-ass riff that plays throughout the whole thing. That's That that song would just get you in the rhythm like all the way. Like all these tracks are like just, just A-plus to me. I gotta say though, if I had to pick a handful of songs off the album that are just top tier above the other, then bear in mind, no bad songs on this album, so it's really None. difficult to pick. But if I had to do like a top five, Impermanence would be number one. Yes. Without a doubt, bro, that's a great song. Uh, Given Blood would be in there. Black Lungs for sure. Oh, shit. I have to put. I have to put Dead Butterfly. It's just, it's just such a beautiful song. And then my last song, Honest to God, I'm, I'm stuck between either Discourse is Dead, Meteor, or Animals. I can't choose. Or Goliath. Or Goliath. That was a good one, too. Goliath was probably like one of the heaviest songs on the album, right? Yeah. So, I guess I'm going to have to mimic you when, when about the top five. Um... So this is going in the order of which I like them, I guess, more, I guess you could say. All top five. Once again, I'm agreeing with you. No bad tracks on this album. They're all great. But if I had to do top five, number one for me is definitely Libertine. That's my favorite. Everything about that song is just, mwah, like, fucking amazing. Goliath, definitely. Because there's literally one track after the other. They literally play one after another. Discourse is dead because that's a song that really just sold me on the album just like that. Um, 
I'll probably end up putting Dead Butterflies in there right after that too, just because that's that that's such a beautiful sounding song. And then track number five, I probably have to do Black Lungs, just because that one just has like a classic, freaking amazing sound. It's got a really catchy chorus too. The music video is like fucking weird, but because <laughs> it's, it's just like a freaking blue and white neon lights and shit like that. And it has the band playing and the music video is pretty cool, but uh, those are probably have to be my top five. But once again, no bad songs on this album. Uh, I really wish I had more to say about it. I mean, I, re- I really don't really have much to complain about at all, any, if any. It all just, it's really just kind of a perfect album next to Holy Hell. Yeah, I, I agree, man. Like, phenomenal. Can't complain. Okay, so, um, I guess I'll go ahead and give you my ratings. Uh, do you want, I guess, do you want to go down the list one by one and just give your little, if you had to, if you had to give each album like a, like a rating based on what you hear, would you be, would you be willing to do that as I do mine? Yeah, we'll do that. Okay, so we'll, we'll start. We'll, we'll go one by one, okay? So Nightmares, like, I'm just saying generic, man. Not really special. I'll give it, like, a six. Five. Yeah, I'll probably give it about a six. Uh, so Ruin, I did like more. I'll give that one probably a seven, in my opinion. I agree, seven. Yeah, that's probably just because just I did like it better. It's average. Oh, a crown, I'll give a 7.5. Because that one is slightly better than the Um, So, the here and now, that one I'll give an 8. 8, yeah. It's, it's, it's an improvement above all. Yeah, it is an improvement. Uh, Daybreaker. Daybreaker, I'm going to give... I'm going to give that one probably an 8, eight as well. Because it is better. And it's starting to sound like who they are more today. But um, I'm still gonna. I'm probably gonna give it about an eight as well for that one. Cause that's album number five. What would you give Daybreaker? Eight point five. Sounds about right. Lost forever, lost together. Um, I'm giving that one a nine. Cause that was a huge step up. Cause that that's album number six. What about you? For lost, lost forever, lost together. Oh uh, man, eight point seven five. Eight point seven five. Because I know the other albums are better. The later albums. They are. They are. All our gods have abandoned us. I'm assuming you're going to give this one a ten. <laughs> All our gods have nine. Nine point five. Nine point five. Nine point five. Yeah. I'm going to give that one a nine as well. Well, I'm, yeah, I'm gonna give that one a nine because that's a pretty, pretty fucking great album. Holy Hell, ten. It's got, it's got to be a ten. Really? Mm-hmm. It's, it's probably, in my opinion, it's probably the best piece of work. I can respect that. Uh, so what would you give it? Like after really listening to it and hearing, hearing everything that we've heard from it. What do you think? Shit. Nine. You 
give it a nine? Okay. So now we're we are finally here at uh, for those that wish to exist. This. Um, honestly, I've listened to this album multiple times, and I really don't dislike it. And I'm probably gonna rank this pretty pretty much similar to Holy Hill. I'm gonna give this one maybe a ten. Mainly, mainly just because I don't really have anything wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, like if I was a very first time listener and I listened to the album, I'd give it probably a 9.5. But after listening to it multiple times and actually letting it sink in, I give it a 10. Man, this is it's really difficult for me. It is. It's tough, isn't it? Because I, I do like All Our Gods Have Abandoned Us. But this is just right up there with it. I, I don't know what I don't know what I would do you know like what I would rate it I know it's a tough choice you know what 9.5 as well 9.5 but all I got have abandoned us just take this again. something about that album and once again it's it's just like with the uh, it's just like something that we're gonna talk about later we've already recorded it but we're, we, we haven't released the episode for it yet but we're doing an album review for another band that we're talking about. Probably, I think it's going to be our next episode, episode three. Uh, where it, our album review for their new album has already been recorded before we started this new season. But we did, while we were doing the review, we don't want to say who it is yet. But it is coming up. It's going to be this after this episode. Um, while we were doing the album review for that, we were. I was saying, well, actually, I think you pointed it out that because of the fact that we had different conflicting favorite tracks whenever we first listened to the band is like a good sign because like all the tracks on the album were different in their own little way and the fact that we came out with different ones like it it says a lot in my opinion so uh that's pretty much how this album felt for me like everything just sounded fantastic and yeah, everyone's gonna have their own different opinions and everything. There's, there's people that that love this album. There's people that hate this album, or they think it's not as good because it's not as, uh, they think it's not as heavy as Holy Hell and a couple of their previous albums. But, um, well, like we said earlier, just because it's not heavy doesn't mean it's not good, and just because it is heavy doesn't mean it will be good. So, everyone just keep that in mind when it comes to you know just kind of taking a jump for whether or not you want to listen to it or not. But, um, Amir, unless you have anything else to say, I think that pretty much wraps up today's episode about Architects. No, that's pretty much it. Go out there, listen to the fucking album. For those that wish to exist, it's out now. Go find it. Architects. I think everyone who's a big fan of the genre will like it. That'll be your opinion, though. But, uh, based on what I've heard and probably what Amir has heard, I'm sure... I'm sure a big portion of everyone out there that will listen to them will actually like it. So, uh, that's going to wrap up for today. We'll see you all next week for whenever we talk about uh, another band that I don't want to mention yet. But when you find out who it is, that's going to be an interesting conversation because we've already done our album review for them. And we have, we're going back to re-listen to their other couple albums that they have. And I'm just going to say it's going to be a really interesting episode. I'm just going to tell you that. 
Because Amir knows who it is. I know who it is, but nobody else does, I don't think. And I think you can agree with me when you when we say that it's going to be a really interesting episode. So uh, that's going to wrap it up for this. Uh, we hope you all enjoyed. Go check out Architects New Realm for those that wish to exist. It's out now. You can find it everywhere. Listen to it on YouTube Music and everything. I think you'll like it. We hope you all enjoyed. And we'll see you all in episode three. <laughs> <laughs>